Welcome to The Her of the Dog. This podcast is intended for an over 18 audience, so if you're under 18, sit in butter and slide on. Welcome to Her the Dog with me, JP. No Daryl G today, he's off fucking scaven the bastard. So I've got a beautiful guest today, which we'll get on to, as you can hear laughing already. Um, but moving on from last week's podcast, we've had a couple of people, we had the poll done regarding National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and I can't believe, I can't believe that people don't think it's a Christmas classic. This is absolutely disturbing. Uh, it was 76% voted no. And I just think these are all a pack of cunts, to be quite honest with you. So, yeah, I'm only joking. But in all seriousness, it is a Christmas classic. So put on the list for next year. I hope everyone had a fabulous Christmas. I had a great Christmas. I can't say the same for Daryl G because I haven't seen him. He's off in Mayo with Kira. God knows what they're up to. Christmas present made it came in handy. Moving on to our guest. We have the fabulous Anne-Marie McLean who has kindly, kindly pulled me out of a hole. So thank you for coming on. You're very welcome. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing very good, Mr. Walsh. <laughs> so tell us a bit about yourself. Um, female, <laughs> mother of two. Uh, what do you want to know? Anything. Well, what well, do you do? What do I do? Where are you from? What do I not do? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Where am I from? I am Newry Girl, Chapel Street, and uh, then moved up to Ballyholland, so that's where my base is at the minute. Right. Um. What else do I do? At the minute, I haven't a minute, not even a minute. So I juggle a lot of balls <laughs> in the air, <laughs> not the other sort of balls. Uh. uh and uh, so I'm just finishing off four-year uh, degree for production, for design, for stage and screen. So I'm sort of doing things back to front. Uh, as you know, I've been working locally uh, in amateur dramatics on and off the stage, creating sets and props and costumes and you name it. If I look at it long enough, I can make it. <laughs> uh, so that's where that sort of came from. Always wanted to go back to uni to do something art-based. And then I suppose in the last, maybe over the last eight, six to eight years then, just from hobbies and being involved in the local productions that myself and Dennis Walsh set up, um, Theatrical Sets Ireland. So we were bombarded with requests for uh, sets and props and that sort of thing. So we were delighted with the response for that. But very quickly became massive, massive. The, the the demand out there was great. And then at the same time, I was starting to go to uh, my first year in uni. So it really was about me coming out of COVID and going, what is realistic for me to be able to manage? And um, Dennis kept making sets and I uh, sort of did little bits less than less than i was doing prior to uh, COVID. Okay. yeah so you started off when when were you first in when was your first ever show that you were in uh, the first ever show i was in was with new point 
and with the great Sean Hollywood. Um, okay. I think I was 12 and it was To Kill a Mockingbird. Very good. Yeah, yeah, I played Calpurnia. So, uh, yeah, great memories of uh, New Point Youth years and years ago. And then it was like what it really was in everything but the crib. I was in speech and drama or say elocution. Elocution. Yeah. Roshin, Roshin told me she went to elocution as well. Yeah, yeah. Because she talks a bit like a snob to be first. Well, I don't. <laughs> I can't. There's put no. It down, put it down no I didn't really work on me. <laughs> um, <laughs> when the, so you were, new, a lot of people in this town started off in New, yeah, New Point. Yeah, New Point was class. Like it, it uh, was... Uh, like a lot, like there's um Judith and Patty McGannity, yeah, and uh, there's loads of other people I know that started off in New Point. I've heard very good things about it. Um, so you were you when you first started off, were you just in productions or were you doing the sets and behind no, the scenes? No, not at all. Then? Just just in the productions. Just uh, sort of went to speech and drama when I was younger, and then when it comes to cool, not speech and drama, was it elocution? To be honest, Mrs. Hollywood from uh, Camory Street. Amazing teacher, and then her daughter then actually taught my law speech and drama. Um, yeah. So then real life takes over, and you get married, and you have children, and all that sort of thing. And then, uh, Siobhan McGivern was a friend of our family, and uh, she had said to me, "Why don't you get back into it? You know, come on, come on to it to <laughs> to New Musical Society." And I said, "Oh no, New Musical Society's way too posh for me." <laughs> So <laughs> I was very, very nervous, like everybody, anybody else starting a new uh, hobby. I was really, really nervous. And uh, the first uh, production I did on my own without the children or anything, they were quite small, was uh, The King and I. Or was it Oliver? Might have been Oliver. I think it was Oliver. And uh, <laughs> Mary McManus, she was the musical director. She's very stern. Now I know she's not stern. Now I know she's lovely. She actually made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I was shitting myself. <laughs> what age were you then? Student. Um, about 35. <laughs> <laughs> and, she ma- and she made you cry? Oh, she definitely did, yes. 100%. Oh, I was... My knees were knocking in my boots. I'd tell, not tell a lie. She... She said to me, uh, because I had had joined like maybe three or four weeks and nothing changes, you know, that sort yeah. of, uh, she had said, uh, right, come on, we're going to do this, uh, uh, not uh, one boy for sale or whatever it is. So Siobhan pushed me away to the front and I was standing there, so I'm trying to keep up with the, the mime and the, uh, the words. And she went through me first, she said, are you mime? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, my mommy, give me my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was all like, I was like, having gone back in time and getting t- shouted up by the teacher. So uh, it took me a few minutes and she was like, no, come on, come on, you'll be all right. She shouts to everybody, don't worry, don't worry. So that was it. Never looked back. Mary's a lovely woman too. O- old, I always found old school production team members always made, like always were shouting. Like I remember doing a show with Michael Pointer. Um which is a Eastwick, and I'm going the lally one rehearsal at us. Like I'm, I was, I was only in about three weeks as well. I came in really late to it, and I remember going, "Who the fuck is this yeah. maniac?" <laughs> no, <laughs> I was petrified. I was. My knees were knocking, but, <clears throat> and that was the start of me being involved in New Musical Society as well. And is that were, were you there first before you then went to Bosco, or were you, or was it probably both? around the same time? I took the girls. Uh, there was. And who are the girls? The girls are my daughters, Laura yeah. and Emma McAleenan. 
Yeah. So they I'm have they like themselves. I don't know them. Oh, you're letting on. You don't know them, right? Okay. Okay. So Laura, Laura and Emma, and they've obviously grew up within the arts scene. Absolutely. Well. If yeah. if they're not in it, they're watching it, or they're making something to do with it. Yeah. You know, and that career, I suppose that laid the path for my Laura's own career. She's just graduated this year from the Lear with um in theatre. So she has she's now it's a, a wonderful school qualified actor yeah actor. so she's doing really well yeah she's, she's been working since she graduated and long may it last a lot of really successful actors and actresses have come out of the lear mm. like so like there's a what do you call that fella he was in the conjuring was from the lear Mel, um, uh, Mez or what's his name paul i don't know paul. i don't know but he was in that latest one and he was brilliant on it and then there's normal people he was a normal people guy went to school a couple of years above me i went to, i was in a sister's year reese dunlop went to the lear yeah. and he's one of the best actors yeah they're I've really strict seen. it's a really really strict school when you're in it it's a really strict school there i mean they they there there's no nine to five there it's nine to nine every day they're they're hard hard very strict and that's just preparing them for the, the real world. world of theater and tv and film and performance because you can't come out thinking you're going, everybody's going to think you're great and that sort of thing. You well, have to be hard. You have to have a hard yeah. skin. It's trying to, try. I completely agree. It's trying to relay that even to our students. You know, they're thinking it's like yeah. this. Like I said, again, it's not tap, No, it's not all like tap dancing and smiling, you know. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's your best mate and, you know, you're saying to them, listen, they're fucking cutthroat over there. Yeah, absolutely. Like I have friends that they told, you know, you need to lose weight. Yeah. You're fucking not getting anything. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not what people, and I think, you know, Although kids are, it's it, you, ha- you have to be nice and nurture them and, you know, really get them involved and stuff. Yeah. It's a whole different kettle of fish when they go away to uni. Yeah, definitely. Especially the definitely. drama school. But, no, I've seen that. I said, I'm delighted to see that she's obviously doing so well. Yeah, yeah she's um, fine, I think. I don't really know her that well compared to Emma. I know, you, she, she's very rarely home, simply yeah. because she is, uh, at the time, she was uni during the weekend, working at the yeah. weekend, so Nuri was... Uh, a place <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> it's in Kansas. Um, no, uh, I would say I would, I would know Emma quite well. Um, but anyway, back on because we're going to come on and talk about Emma and Disney and later on. Absolutely. But yeah. um, so you were in the shows. You in can shout it out by your woman. I could shout it by the woman. But that was just me put, dipping my toe back and going. Do this, I like this, you know, this sort yeah. of thing. So, but always loved it, always loved drama, always loved performing, loved singing, um, all that sort of carry on, you know. So, then Bosco now, Bosco would be a big part, has been a big part of my life and my girls' life, um, coming up through the shows, the girls being part, you know, them having parts, me having parts, performing on stage with them, um youth performances and then it was just sort of like a natural progression then where you know I was making our costumes I was making our props then you're asked then to make somebody else's props can you help me with my costume then what about this set and I can remember the hairspray set arriving and there was myself and Martin Morgan and uh, uh, John Hatley and we were all standing around this set they paid a fortune for us arrived and we were all looking at it going and I was sort of going, God, I know I could, I could maybe spruce that up a wee bit or something, you know. And uh, I was like, Jim, can can we, you know, can we do, yeah, do whatever you want. If you can make it look better, go ahead, ho- horse on. 
I was like, right, no ball. So then there was a good few of us and we, we decided up. And I suppose that was where I got the bug then for transferring my skills, my artistic skills then from costume and prop to set, set and then yeah. set design. And then it just grew and grew and grew. Each year, each production I went past, I had more and more responsibilities. Um, you know, I was advising in different corners and, and that's the way it has evolved to now where we have an amazing team production team up in the the Bosco so I sort of would advise them on anything artistic yeah <laughs> I also advise them on a whole lot of other things <laughs> like but sometimes they don't want me advice but so that's that's it that's it but it's all good it's all good it's good strong productive a happy days production team. well that's that's kind of what you need you know you need a, a good a good team um you know for years sir I had Wilson and I had Alex mm. and then you know I then worked with Anne-Marie and coming up to Newry, you know what I, I kind of like working with the same people yeah even if they're yeah doing my head and i kind of keep them yeah but, yeah um no and obviously you're with us as well and uh, with the exceptionally annoying andy mcknight um ah, he's not too bad now his <laughs> bark is worse than his bite he's, he's not uh, he's not too bad he only lets on that he's grumpy that's all <laughs> the uh so what was the first ever set then that you I know you you helped with the hairspray and you helped with other ones, but what was yeah. the first one that theatrical sets as that then? Oh, I you? think uh, I mean the f- the the first one I think we did was uh, Footloose. Dennis and I did that together, so I designed it just before COVID. Then yeah, design I designed it. Dennis constructed it, and then I uh, semi painted. Um. So yeah. So I- every set as we went along was you always learned something from the the previous set you know and then you're always looking out then out into the world for inspiration and ideas and you know it's just a big melting pot of ideas yeah. and talent then you know you're just getting it all up there and then budget as well <laughs> budget on venue and <laughs> um, what's the hardest set you've ever designed for a musical oh hard difficult like the one that you've been most stressed about and if it's one of mine please feel free to say it <laughs> I know you know me. I don't get stressed. I read. <laughs> I just get grumpy as fuck. <laughs> no, um, let me see. I don't. Oh, definitely. What? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Beauty and the Beast nearly killed us. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god. Massive. That was beautiful. It 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 was a beautiful set, but it nearly killed us. It was. Uh, the set, the costume, the amount of props, the amount of scene changes, the amount of movement on the stage. Yeah. It was colossal, ma- absolutely massive, and it cost a fortune as well. The license, everything. I think it was the biggest money spent by Bosco ever, ever. We yeah, had to do two fundraising or two, two, two shows prior that th- the year bef- before we did Oliver and Annie, and that was in preparation for Beauty and the Beast. But stress wise, it was mental, yeah. and I mean, there were eighteen people up here in this house between the living room, the kitchen. And the hall, painting things. Jesus, yeah, but it looked good. It was all worth it. It did. It it's did. one of them shows. Like it's kind of like, you know, if anything, you kind of have to do a show like that in the opera house where you have the more seats to sell to make the money. But you it's have like space. Shrek. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like you know, there, there. Other than 
it Opera House is the only place where you can make money mm. or lose money. Yeah. And the the theaters like the likes of like Newry and the Marketplace and Beaver and the Waterfront, you can break even and you can make a wee bit of profit. Yeah. But you know the them big shows like Beauty and the Beast, Shrek. Yeah. Fucking um, trying to think of other ones with massive costumes and sets. Um, don't know, can't think, but it's uh. I remember seeing that you were doing it because I had just moved up this direction. Yeah. I remember seeing them went, oh. Yeah, it <laughs> like, was beautiful. It really wow. was a beautiful set. But no, I'm just, I mean, the show in general, yeah, going, yeah, yeah, are they whole, fucking yeah. mental? Like, yeah, and then, it was beautiful. But it's the set and even the costumes. Like, I remember seeing Rory's costume for yeah. the Beast and it was fucking. Oh, it was tasty work, like, real tasty. Like. Really, really good. Um, So that was your hardest one. Would that be your favourite one as well then? Because of the satisfaction after it? Or no, I think the stress took over the the. Oh really? Yeah, it's like childbirth. You say, "No, I never want to do that again." You know, and then you forget the pain a couple oh, of months Jesus. later, and you're like, mm, maybe. "What's your, What's your favorite one then?" Um, I suppose like sort of creating stuff from scratch. It's just you don't re- ever want to re- try and regurgitate anybody else's. You know, yeah. yes, local local uh, productions take inspiration from the West End and Big yeah. Turn things but you always like to try to p- put your own slant on it you always want to try to create a scene or something that no one else has had or things like that you know um yeah and, it, and listen the, the working with smaller budgets working with in smaller venues it does it preps you up because you become really hungry with money <laughs> when you yeah. know that a well, hundred pound or a thousand pound is massive compared to professional p- productions have hundreds of thousands of pounds to play yeah. with you and, yeah and i think people like people especially joe bloggs who doesn't really even some people in theater actually mm. don't understand the amount of money that it takes to build and create the set yeah. and the background that can go on you know joe bloggs might not appreciate yeah that. Yeah. That flat, but yeah. that flat costs near fucking five hundred pound. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, uh, and they don't realise how many people it takes, uh, and that's why it's really good. Some of your your own productions, we have had some of your cast members and younger cast members, and adults up in the workshop yeah. helping out, and they're going, you know, we didn't realise you had all this to do. And I said, what do you think? The wee furries come in at the end and go, hello, here's your set. Yeah. No, you know, so it's so, it's not just. It's about education as well. It's get it's about getting young people involved in theatre who don't who don't necessarily be wa- want to be out front tap dancing. Yeah. But they're going to make unreal, you know, set, uh, stage hands, lighting, sound. Yeah. You know, there's just a, a mammoth amount of work, and and like the the magnifying glass is on Irish screen and Irish actors and Irish talent at the minute. You know, so there's a lot of investment and. That's it's the place to be. Yeah. Well, moving on from uh, amateur, you then you so you were you began doing the amateur sets. Mm-hmm. Then you're down in Dublin. I'm work, down Dublin. Working, Thank in, work, working in the big leagues. I am. Well, so I'm, I'm loving it. You haven't actually mentioned it. No, so not yet. Not yet. Um, no, so I'm coming to the end of my four. I'm. I'll be graduating this uh, May. So that'll be my four years done in production design for stage and screen. I'm not even talking about that. Oh, I'm right. talking about the other big thing that you're doing. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing. Thank goodness. But that is actually from through that. Well, that's the what contact I was, was made yeah. then. Um, 
so I've been working on um, the, in, in just 12 months coming in March I've been involved in four pro- professional uh, TV programs so I've done um, Dance with the Stars that's RTE I've done um, Daniel O'Donnell's Opry uh, artistic director on that uh, which I'm booked in again for this year and oh, um, I start back with Dancing with the Stars next Tuesday for three months Lovely. in the uh, art department and uh, I've done uh, what, what else have I done this year has the Gordon been Ramsay one. Oh, the Ramsay at Next Level Chef and I've done The Great Race which was uh, an American Fox it's uh, unbelievable production. like and that you know when you look at it uh, y- your kids being so involved in the Bosco mm-hmm. and you becoming a near musical in the Bosco building the set going to yeah, uni yeah. it's fucking crazy it's some story like and that's uh, how did that you know how did it feel obviously you know it's usually the opposite end yeah, of the spectrum yeah. that do it you know it would be like you're just out of college at yeah. 18 doing it yeah how does it because your other line of work which is complete opposite yeah, of yeah, that yeah so what was it like when you first that first day of going on the work of dancing in the stars for example i, I think you're sort of uh you like even in uni when i when i started first year always doubting oh god am i too old for this am i too old for this and then very very quickly you realize my age is definitely not a negative here. This is, you you have the ability. You've been there. You've done yeah. that. You've you've been in situations where the electric's gone off. You've been in yeah. situations where the you you know that there's a flood. You you've been in all these situations where things don't work out exactly the way you want them to work out. And very quickly, you in your head, you have to problem solve on your feet. And some young people are not able to do that. No, you know? especially over the last five years has fucked people up mm. crazy after COVID. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, I know now, like, for example, like, I had to work really, really hard in school. Yeah. I got very good results, but I had to work hard. But I know now, if I was to go to uni now and do acting, yeah. I would be leagues ahead of what I would absolutely. have been whenever I went to 18. Yeah, yeah. Because of the experiences I Because you've I've had, had to graft. Yeah. Fucking right. And, and you're <laughs> learning on your feet. And it is it is about being streetwise. And, and that's the thing. You know... There are some young people who will be leaving university and have never uh, stood on a stage. They've never stood side stage. They've never, you know, it's okay designing for a space that with, you want 50 steps going up a a beautiful big uh, staircase in the middle. But how does the actor get off the steps? Yeah. Where do you store the stuff? Who's who's moving it on? You know, you, you must have an understanding of everything. And and all those skills then are just transferred then into um, studio work, which yeah. is the TV and film. Yeah. And uh, y- you touched on something that I kind of w- wanted to ask you about where you said that, that first day you felt like, oh, am I too old? Like, like imposter yeah. syndrome. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I am under, I, I'm under the, the belief that everyone should have imposter syndrome yeah. of what they're doing because then... And, drives you to work a bit harder yeah. you know when it, for example fucking this here you know that day whenever i decided really it'd be a really good idea to do a podcast with yeah. daryl yeah yeah like a vo- <laughs> like do you know what i mean like who's the fucking angriest person and the huffiest, per- huffiest <laughs> person in the world like, and uh, like even me i was going like oh, i don't know and 
you know, I think it drives you then to to to, to do that. Like I started directing, I was fucking eighteen. Yeah. Hello, I was on yeah. stage for a year and a half and thought of I was black one night and set up a Facebook yeah. page and that's how my first thing started. And I think it is important that you have that have that stuff. Uh, but Dancing with Stars, who you've been there, right? <laughs> and if you you can refuse to answer this, who's the fucking worst dancer you've seen on it? Oh, we 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 very rarely get to see the dancing. We right, okay. like we we get to see the dancing nearly the same time that the public get to see it because you know there there are rehearsals and and all going on but yeah. at the time that the rehearsals are going on that's our head put your head down and your arse up time oh, right, where okay. you're getting stuff ready so really our, when we sort of sit down and relax uh, is when we know the show is actually on right so no we don't really follow the the thing but i'm a wee bit starstruck that uh Blue Hydrangea is in it. She's a queen from Belfast. She won um, RuPaul's Drag Race. So, yeah. Oh, really? Starstruck, yeah. Yeah. So, Fuck. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, well, can I go to work with you? Yeah, I know, I know. So, I'll have to, I'll have to pretend, and be like, pretend I'm all cool and all, you know. Fuck. And who, I, I, to be honest with you, I've seen clips. I've seen clips of someone last year, and I fucking yeah. near died laughing. At yeah, how it bad is. They were. But the... Um, Who's the biggest name that you've seen on it, or is that is that person? Well, for me, it would be Blue Hydrangea. But then, Ro- do you remember Rory used to be in Mrs. Brown's Boys? Oh, guy, was he he's on in it? it? No, he's in it this year. This is this year. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll see. I, I, There's yeah. a full lesson there on the, on the RTA. Have a hernia. He fucking <laughs> knows Mrs. Brown's Boys. <laughs> no, that um, uh, um, it's far, but it's, I think it's different for us because we're we're here in the north, so we, we don't RTA is not our uh, our go to. Yeah. So there's loads of um. TV presenters, kids presenters, um, uh, there's um, oh, there's lo- there's lo- there's loads. We we just don't know them up here. Is anyone from Westlife running but or Boyson? No, I don't think it's. Don't know. I can put in a good word. Roisin's cousins in, in Boyson. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> Keith. I can get. Is that her cousin? <laughs> first cousin. <laughs> I can get her to say them like if you want them on it. <laughs> yeah, that's her cousins, Keith. Oh Lord! We actually, we actually started playing. There was a game last night we got for Christmas, right? And uh, you scan. It's like this. I don't even know what it is, but it's sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, noughties, and tens. Right. Right. And it's this music guess, and, and you scan the QR code for whatever era you want, and you go around the board game blah. But um, boys don't come up on it. <laughs> it was fucking like, where's your, where's your cousin? <laughs> Which one is he? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's her claim to fame. Keith, Keith Duffy or something, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So just. Get, keep the head down. I'm in the right place at the right time. You know, I have w- I have worked really hard to get to here. So yeah, well, you're uh, very hard working, like. But the uh, you never fucking stop. I know, but that's that's what gets you. That's what keeps you in a place, and that's what gets your you rebooked. And that's your work ethic and. And eventually, do you want this to be your main career path? Absolutely. Yeah. One hundred percent. Just living in Newry or Dublin. Oh no, I'd I'd stay I'd stay in uh, Newry because. Didn't leave me. <laughs> I won't leave you. Can't, can't leave me. <laughs> um, uh, no, you're bang in the middle. People say you know you have to move. No, you're not at all. You don't have to move. You're in the middle of Dublin and uh, fucking the price Belfast. of houses down there. Yeah, no way. No, you and you've Northern Ireland screen and uh, Irish screen as well. So there's so many films and stuff coming up. So yes, that's something I'll be moving into. Will be the film industry as well. So I think you would have been really good in that Game of Thrones. Oh, why do you think? Mm. <laughs> I, I never seen it like so I don't know what it is but um yeah that that's my thing listen my mates just became the manager down in the Game of Thrones 
tour place, I'd get you a job in a bar. In the tour place? Yeah. No, design, you're right. design. You're all right, You could design the sets in there. <laughs> you're all um, right, the, uh <laughs> But, yes, so, it's brilliant. Mm. It's really, really good. Um, Tell me this. You've obviously worked with me for the last three years, four mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. 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 The listeners obviously <laughs> obviously don't know. So they know me, but they don't know me that well, obviously. Are you what's, looking at me to what's, give you what's a my, reference? Um, no, 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 no. I'm going to ask you what's the worst thing about working with me and the best. So we'll start off with the worst so we're going to end on a positive. The worst thing is that you think that the stage should be open and the light should be on at the start of a show and I don't. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Especially when you're on the stage. Stop the lights, will you? <laughs> no. Uh, open stage start. I didn't do it for nativity. Yeah. You wouldn't know you didn't come and see it. <laughs> yeah, uh, slightly too busy but we'll not talk about that <laughs> so right that's the worst that I like an open stage what's what's the best thing about working with me um, oh god this is very hard <laughs> no uh, no 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 you're open to um, you're open to new ideas it's c- collaborative you know yeah. you, you bounce ideas off me, me. You, you tell me what you would like I tell you what's realistic <laughs> 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 I tell you what your budget will get you. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. It's co- collaboration. That's what it's about. And it's, yeah. it's it's young and it's new, and you're not set in your boots. You know, you're up for for new ideas and and moving forward. Yeah, well, that's good. There you go. So anyone that's uh, wanting to pick me for a job or a reference, um, <laughs> the, uh, so we obviously have Disney coming up. We do. I can't do. wait. We went the last time. <gasps> we did. We had a great time. And I haven't been able to talk about it on the podcast yet because Daryl wasn't there. James was our guest before he's yeah. going this time, but he didn't go the first time. No, it's fantastic. It really was. <laughs> well, what are you laughing at? Well, you fucking have a clouded memory <laughs> that first time. Well, you, you see, you're stressed, Eric. So anywhere you go, you go to the fucking shop, you need to take a heart attack. So, no, uh, I've been on many, many... Ex- like youth exchanges and excursions and trips with young people so no they were good young people they were good and we had a good time and everybody got home safe that's all you need okay and you obviously love Disney I do what's your favourite Disney film well now what, who's my favourite Disney princess no, Disney film Mulan Mulan's your favourite one is it yeah it is I think yeah. you're the first person to ever say that I love that song Reflection Look at my reflection. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love one. Mulan, and I, I love the. Um, some people don't like the the transition from the animation to real life. I I like them. Is there a real life version of it? Oh yeah. I didn't know it. Who plays Mulan? Oh, I don't know who plays it, but it's it's beautiful, beautiful film. Very good. Yeah. Oh. Um. Mulan. Strange choice. Mulan. Milan, um, what's your least favorite? Now, this is a lot of people have complained in the past when I've ever asked people this question. So, what's your least favorite unpopular opinion? Oh, uh, it's hard, hard. Weird, like the girl, weird, the girls were reared on Disney. There's like 200 Disney videos up the stairs in a wardrobe that I refuse to get rid of. No, here they'd be worth a lot of money. I don't know about the video, I'm ones, telling like. you, they will be. Well, they're up there anyway. Um, yeah, Disney. We like we sometimes we answer each other in Disney <laughs> quotes, you know, or somebody says something and we answer it in a uh, in a in a song. 
um, least favourite? Maybe Lilo and Stitch. <gasps> oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe it's because Fuck. I'm just sick of all the... Or Hannah means family. <laughs> family means nobody gets left behind. Oh, Emma loves it now. And um, you were once too. I love all. Uh, They're know. making a live action one of that. Are they? Don't know how it's gonna work now. Oh. Yeah. Kind of CGI in that. Fuck. Do you see the CGI of the Seven Dwarfs? Have you not seen it? Because of the <laughs> uproar, because they cast all normal sized people, oh, and then they now the CGI them. They're fucking freaky looking. Oh, stop it. Instead of like weird, weird oh, <laughs> CGI. Um. So Lilo and Stitch. Um, we all we went to Disney last time, and obviously it rained, and it was hot. It only rained the last day. No, it was. Do you remember that first day? Boiling. (laughs) Like everyone had heat stroke. (laughs) 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 Not fucker Patrice slept the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Missing child, (laughs) missing child. (laughs) Get the police. So I I want you to tell the story about um Mm. that day. Whenever you went up to the room and and the 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 look, so to give people a bit of background, uh, one of the days, one of the sixteen year old children, we were in the in the smaller park and decided to go off by herself. And next thing, couldn't fucking find her. Three hours we were looking for, mad panic. Everyone was then sent back to the hotel so me and Owen could run around the two different parks looking for. Ended up she was up at the hotel anyway. Just what went back to charge her phone or some shit. But tell us what you done that day or what you encountered when you went back to the hotel what are you talking about whenever you took a knock on the door and I and a and sleepy head <laughs> no right okay so there was jordan had identified that there was three three leaders including uh, there's five of us all together it was yourself yeah. and roisin myself joanne sands and patrice <laughs> and uh the whole day we had been giving it loads. We actually had one of the young people was unwell, and we had to go into the park. We had to go, get up because Jordan had said, "No, things are fine here. We just go on back to the room." We were like, "God, this is great." Got into our Disney pajamas, and we were. Joanne was in one bed, I was on the other bed, and we were we were solving all the world's problems. And then the <laughs> next thing is the text message came through was, "We need you." We were going for fuck's sake. What's happening here? So the two of us got on us, out of the, out of the hotel, onto the bus, into the park, way down the, the boulevard. And it was so, we sorted that situation out. So on top of that, then, this other young one went missing, what didn't come back to the meeting point or whatever it is, decided to take herself off to find a charger. So we had all that. So we had probably about two hours of a wee tiny bit of stress, all right. And <laughs> we all got back and the young people were all annoyed at themselves. They were all annoyed and... The, the volunteers were all annoyed and we all got back to the, the thing and I said oh hold on a minute now was there not five of us <laughs> we started looking around and we were going Jordan Roisin Joanne Amory where the fuck is Patrice so we go to Patrice's door knock the door no no answer knock the door again I says to Jordan in the, in the corridor we can't find Patrice. We must have left her in the park. At that, this vision appeared from behind the door. You think she was? She'd come out of a hedge. <laughs> Here she was. What's all the commotion about? <laughs> she fucking slept the whole way through it. <laughs> we were out saving lives, and she was lying in our hotel room. Never mind the youngsters. She was lying up, <laughs> snoring the bit out. 
Oh, she's great crack, Patrice. Um, the uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? I really enjoyed that trip. I didn't. The last day was fucking horrendous rain, wasn't it? <laughs> but uh, the heat. It was just. It was like fucking tropical. It was one two days of pure thirty degrees heat and then torrential rain. No, well, I, I had a great time. I laughed from I got onto the bus the first time I met Joanne and Shauna Sands and myself and Emma were there, and I laughed from I got on to fr- I laughed from a matter until I left the, the bus and to be honest we we're, we made a great connection and uh, we're still very good friends yeah there you go all thanks to Disney all thanks to Disney and then we're obviously going now in two weeks and yeah which uh, is great we decided the 30 was too easy so we decided to bump it up to 92 ah. because why not <laughs> why not <laughs> now there is there's triple your chance of losing somebody and and we'll have 28 adults going and I would say about 20 of them are complete gobshites yeah. so <laughs> it's uh, we might be <laughs> supervising <laughs> them as well it could, could be a lot fucking worse but I'm re- you know what I'm really looking forward to it there's some fucking head cases going on the adults I'm, I'm, it's going to be a good crack but it's going to be cr- it's going to be great there's great people yeah. going there's, there's good souls going like yeah. you know it's going to be yeah, it is gonna, there's going to be plenty be of laughing now really 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 good fun um so yeah what we'll do when, is when is that two weeks. <laughs> two weeks i keep asking but because in my head's melted before christmas i was so can't even explain how busy it was with different gigs and, and different jobs booking myself in like we we booked that last february that's desperate like that's how long ago we booked that and how quick it's flew in yeah. like um but anyway i have some quick fire questions for you oh christ right go on all right um, so just whatever comes to your mind first, you have to say. Okay. Right? So this is a tradition, or or two two episodes tradition because James was the first. So, what was your first job? True form selling shoes on Hill Street. Very good. What was your favorite month? February is my birthday, Mother's Day, and Valentine's. <laughs> what is your favorite season? Oh, um, autumn, changing nice colors, war- warm clothes. What is your favourite colour? It has to be green. What's your first thought when you wake up in the morning? I might better take these retainers out. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your favourite food? Oh, all food, that's my problem. <laughs> What's your favourite word? A nincompoop. A what? A nincompoop, that's you. Me? <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you hate hearing? People eating. Really? No, like cheer, you know, like slapping. You know that sort yeah. of. I don't mind like crisping things don't annoy me, but nah, close your mouth, love. <laughs> what word do you have a hard time pronouncing? Oh, um, listen, I went to elocution. Oh, you went to elocution. I can pronounce any word you like. <laughs> Who do you text the most? Simon. Oh. <laughs> Fireman Other Simon. girls, Destiny's <laughs> Child. That's a group chat. Um, who is your hero? Who's my hero? Yeah. Um. Do I have a hero? Uh. I I don't know if I have a hero or not. Keith Duffy, Boyzone. I'll get Keith you. Keith so- <laughs> Duffy, give you his Like in real life, or or like pretend. I don't know. Hero. Well, it doesn't really say anything. Hero. No, I suppose I just admire. People that get on with it, you know, don't wallow put, in their I'll, own. I put down me. Um, <laughs> where did you? <coughs> no. Where did you last vacation? Rome. Very good. I'm going there in the end of January. Are you? I am indeed. And um, what was your favorite subject in school? Art. 
Where did you grow up? Chapel Street near it. Where do you live now? Ballyhold. Ew. Ew. Um, what is your... Oh, I'm not going to ask you that because that's a fucking weird question. Um, what is your favourite word in another language? Amor. What is your favourite dessert? Banoffee all the way. Favourite breakfast? Uh, 20 Berkeley and a pack of Doritos. No, I don't smoke. Granola. Granola. If you could change your first name, what would you change it to? Delilah. <laughs> Delilah? <laughs> no, the girl in fire talks today says, what name will I put on this? I says Delilah. <laughs> Delilah. Um, what is your favourite type of weather? It's snow. Heavy snow when it's silent. Beautiful. Okay. Love it. What is the best non-curse word, one one word insult? Halfwit. Halfwit. Um, where's your favourite place to shop? Little all the way. Or Lydell for those from. Your favourite musical? <sighs> Can't say that. Uh, you had to pick one. Uh, well, I grew up. Oh, uh, I like old school. I like old school, but I also like. Um, oh, you can't pick one musical. Like, there's a musical for every mood. Um, well, go movie. Movie. Yeah. Favorite movie: The Color yeah. Purple. Okay. What were you afraid of as a child? Uh, the Exorcist. I watched The Exorcist <laughs> through the the banisters, and then slept with my ma. Nearly slept on her back like a backpack for about three weeks. Um, so yeah, the dark and under the bed. Wow. Um, and the last question, is, or two last, second last question, do you have a nickname? I had. What was it? Oh, fuck it, Daniel. <laughs> Go on. No, it witchy, because I laughed like a witch when I was young. Fuck me. <laughs> okay, and the last question, what has been your favourite age so far? Oh. Great question. Um... I think you'd be afraid of being 40 and 50, but I'm sort of excited now. I am 50, so I'm sort of looking forward to um, good things are going to come because I've worked hard and everybody's where they should be. The two girls are graduated and they're just ready to step into their own lives. It's great. Happy days. Happy days. Well, it's tradition on Her The Dog podcast that I'm we, not singing. we say, <laughs> we, we, we tell the uh, the listeners something that has fucked you off this week. So has anything fucked you off this week? Because Daryl's usually here and this is how we would end it, but he's he's not this week. So oh. wha- has some, what has something that's fucked you off this week? Fucked me off this week. Like, I mean, this is Christmas week. Why would you be fucked off Christmas week? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Something's fucked me off this week. Has it? <laughs> yeah. What is it? I'll tell you after. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you mine first? Yeah, go on. Roisin fucking put mustard on the ham. On the Christmas ham. That's what you're supposed to do, though. No, I hate mustard. <laughs> Does she know that, but... Yeah. And she put it on <laughs> she purpose. She forgot. All right. I don't fucking th- rank. Stinking. <laughs> I don't think that was accidental, no. love. Um, the, uh, we also... I, so that's, that fucked me off. Um, this week, but our dinner was beautiful. And then she made steaks yesterday. And I was fucking... Wait. What day was just Boxing Day yesterday? No, day no, we lost all track um, of time. But yeah, that that has fucked me off. And also, something I'm just back from London. All right, you're sort um, of showing off a wee bit here I now, know, aren't you? I London. Know. I should have really talked about that. Um, you're going to Paris now, and then you're going to Rome. Yeah, class. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just talk about London for a wee second. We went to London. Yeah. Didn't see shows. First time ever. Didn't see shows. Went to the Continental Markets at Tower Bridge. It 
for anyone listening, go to the Tower Bridge Continental Markets before if you live that in London. That would be T O W E or not T A R Bridge, <laughs> Tower Bridge, <laughs> Tower. Tower. Go to Tower Bridge <laughs> in London if you live there or you live close by. Honestly, go to them. You'll never see as much. You'll never see as much fucking food options in your life as Tower Bridge. <laughs> um, went to Leicester Square Christmas Market. Unbelievable. Class. Um, I got myself a hat. Brilliant. I bought two hats in London. For Disney. N- one for Disney and one <laughs> for Get just yourself a coat. N- no, Roshan got me a coat. She gave me a Chris- early <laughs> Christmas present. <laughs> and that's what it was. But we went to Con- er, Oxford Street. Who in their fucking right mind would want to go there? Ever. Never mind in Christmas. It is fucking... It was like sardines. <laughs> We're all jammed in. But my biggest fuck off of the whole Christmas period was actually here. We went to Hamleys. Right, and this was on the 22nd of December, so three days before Christmas. Why the fuck would parents bring their kids to fucking Hamleys that close to Christmas? But some people are on a trip, you know, and Hamleys is nearly like a... But it's just like, parents would have already been stressed out over Christmas band presents. Then they bring their kids into fucking Hamleys, where everything costs a fortune, and the kid's going to see something and then want that, and then they're going to feel obliged to have to buy it's it. different world, love. Different. That's mad. What the fuck? They it was crazy. Co- they only carry gold cards. And, yeah, I know. But then the staff in Hamleys, they're even, they're dickheads. Don, they, then people need to fucking put down. They were running about <laughs> like as if they were actual elves from the Santa's Grotto. Like, just traumatising. So I, I hated that. But <laughs> London as a whole was, was lovely. The um, but uh, if you haven't been to Christmas, I highly recommend it. The lights and all are beautiful. Uh, they've seen this big advent calendar in the windows of one of the shops, like huge, just different world over there, like yeah, compared to over here. Um, but what else was I gonna say? The can't remember. That that's that's what what has fucked me off. Anything that fucked you off? No, not really. No, just glad to get into the house. Lockdown for a couple of days. Have you Take watched many Christmas films? Um, yeah, good, yeah. Elf, love Elf. Love. We watched it last night. Did you? It's funny as fuck. It's our uh, tradition to watch Polar Express Christmas Eve. Roshan doesn't like it. Well, I love it. I do. I, I love it. I think it's like it Marmite though. Magi- no, it's, it's magic. And we you're not allowed to watch it any other day of the year. So when it's the on, you uh, have to turn it off. I, um, I, th- I think Polar Express is a really, really good film. Yeah, I think it's it's, b- it's it's amazing. Now, the bit on top of the train kind of freaks me out. Like, hot chocolate. <laughs> like, uh, what's your favorite Christmas film then? Um, I do love Elf. I do love um, It's a Wonderful Life, beautiful, and White Christmas. I love all. I love all the traditional ones. Do you think that National Lampoon Christmas Vacation is a is a Christmas classic? I've never watched it. What mm-hmm. with Chevy Chase? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna have to start following people. Daryl said the same thing. Roisin wouldn't let me watch it last night. I think it's fucking hilarious. It's a great no. film. What's your least favourite Christmas film then? Like an unpopular opinion, one that people love that you don't aren't really fussed on. Fuck, I would watch anything to be honest. I, I, I'd be glad when you're sitting with your feet up, the, the, tr- the tree lit, the fire on, everybody's around you, you'd watch anything. You'd even watch EastEnders. And that's, yeah. that's hard watch. Mine's, uh, I, I don't really like the cringe. I could catch yourself no, on. I just don't, I don't really, get, I don't really oh, like I it. Oh, I love it. I love anything, Dr. Seuss. Oh, yeah. Lord. Oh, the, I um, love it. Love it. I really, my favourite has to be Klaus. Mm, yeah, it's good. 
It's good. It's probably my favorite. That or Santa Claus with Tim Allen. No, you need to watch Grinch again. But <laughs> but watch it. Watch I'm it playing him next year. What? I'm playing him next year for Orla. Fat or PNI. Oh my god, class. Made the suit and all. The, uh, class. It's going to win rack people's houses. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, that's the, uh, is it. Well, we also do something that has made you happy this week. What has made me happy this week is that I had my girls home for Christmas. We had <coughs> just ate and drank for three days and chilled and re recharged the batteries. That's it. Brilliant. Simple Christmas, but lovely and calm and no stress. What made me happy was I was sitting on the sofa today and Roisin said, do you want a toastie? And I said, yeah, I'd love one. And I thought she was just bringing in a ham and cheese toastie. Standard. Bit of, bit of coleslaw or something on the side. Bit of mayo, something like that. She'd made Marks and Spencer's ham, though, in the packet. Ham oh hag. With my mum's stuffing, which is really sausage, but it's stuffing. It's like oh a brick. But she'd made a wee bowl of gravy to <laughs> dip the toasty into. It's fucking minging. What is that? No. I'm really honestly, <laughs> it changed your fucking life. <laughs> if I could, if I could have fucking made love to a sandwich, I would have. It was that nice. Now you're turning me. Like I mean, I couldn't believe it. I should come in. I'm not gonna lie. I seen her walking in, and I seen the gravy and went, "What the fuck is this dick smoking?" And then I dipped it in and took the first bite and went, "Holy fucking shit balls! This is unreal." No. It was like a Christmas sandwich. In oh fuck, it was unreal. So that's okay. what made me really happy Love today. That. While watching Only Fools and Horses. Because it's just unbelievable. But listen, we will wrap up there. Thank you very, very much for being the second guest. Um, very welcome. I hope, hope you've enjoyed it. I can't even um, remember what I said, but I never. Um, <laughs> it's very good. You're just talking about how much you love Simon. <laughs> love you, Simon. <laughs> Simon. <laughs> um, Simon probably fucking hates me the amount of times I ring you. Um, <laughs> he says there's your son so funny if only he actually heard the stuff that i actually said about him he'd <laughs> 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 be finding a restraining order but look we shall wrap up there thank you very much if uh you enjoyed the episode please hit the fucking subscribe button you'll get a notification every time a new episode drops uh don't forget to tell all your friends and families give us a follow on facebook and give us a follow on instagram instagram followers are a bit shit for having so many listeners our instagram is shit so please give it a like i know i don't post a lot but come on the fuck here now help us out so from me, JP, and without Daryl G, and from our guest, Anne-Marie, I feel like I'm in Dr. Seuss myself now, over, oh, you're right. <laughs> over and out. <laughs>